2: Yeah, you're kind of playing with a little extra swag, tonight with a lot thought of this behind the backs for the legs. Oh, what? Was? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just taking on the defense gives him. Um, they gave it that through the legs pass on the uh, pass break? Yeah, yeah, that was the only way to get it there. <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you made that a trademark now, But between the legs, uh, bounce pass. I, I, I guess. I mean, it was, it, was, it was a. I'm just
3: glad he finished it. He made me look good, so. I don't know, I had a little pebble in my steps there, I guess. The Celtics beat the magic, 107 and 96. The TD Garden is currently melting down. We're going to do a quick episode <laughs> for you here on the Garden I Report. I
4: burned it down. <laughs> All right,
3: we're going to do some magic happening in the building right now. Uh, Celtics win, Garden Report, powered by SeatGeek on CLNS Radio and Celtics blog. Let's do this. Yes, I'm the boss. Welcome to the show. I am Jared Weiss. Next to me is Jimmy Toscano. You could probably hear the alarms going off in the garden. We have no idea what the hell is going on, but we're going to power <laughs> through this and we're, we're going to give you a quick. a quick episode before we're we get kicked quick. out of here. So, uh, Isaiah Thomas pulled out the swag levels to a million tonight, made some crazy yeah, plays, tried to dodge it when I asked him whether or not he was playing yeah. with something He's extra. He, he admitted to it at the end though. Maybe cuz it's kind of you're kind of in a corner when you have to admit that throwing a through the legs pass on the fast break was a normal well, they were just giving it to him. Like <laughs> yeah, they don't, exactly. They just
4: gave that to you. I like how, I like how you called him on that one. But, hey, if you're going to go out and be flashy and, you know, do Oh, we're See? good.
3: Isaiah Thomas really was magical <laughs> tonight.
4: If you're going to go out there and be flashy and do all those things, people are going to ask you about it. But that's cool. I mean, as, as, as long as they don't turn to turnovers, which – I don't think most of them. I think he had a couple of turnovers tonight. Uh, he
3: had four, and I think he kind of Co- survived a couple there. Yeah, there I were some mean, sloppy ones. There a, cu- there are a couple ones. dicey ones. That really nice uh, no look pass of Victor Oladipo. That was a good pass. Uh, there. Yeah, that was one that was, yeah. that was
4: that would that would qualify as dicey. Um, but generally speaking, I mean, when he goes up there, the thing that I like that he's been doing a lot more now is these like twenty foot finger rolls that go like I, I I actually tweeted that I thought one of them grazed one of the banners and the rafters tonight <laughs> on its way up and then just right it's back probably down. the eighty six banner. Too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, no, I mean, he's, he's – it's funny. You know, I try to listen to the opposing coaches before and after the games, and sometimes you could just tell, like, they're – even though they know what they're getting themselves into with him, they're st- they leave very impressed by what this guy at his size can do. And that was the same deal with Scott Stiles tonight. Not that – Scott Stiles tonight. Not that he didn't think that Isaiah Thomas had it in him, but opposing reporters will ask, you know, what is it about this guy? And he said, well, he's quick, he's fast, he's – you know, he plays with a lot of energy, and he can just flat-out score. And that's what we saw tonight.
3: It's got to be frustrating to face a guy like LeBron or Anthony Davis or Paul George. What about, like, a little guy like Isaiah who just, like, you could surround him and he just somehow squeaks through. He makes like, that play. It's got to be so annoying. The ball's
4: over here and then all of a sudden it's up here. Like yeah. you just, it's tough to defend. I mean, we, we see it at, we see it more than anybody because we watch other games and he'll, he'll go up. And I think a lot of people in the heat of the moment, they might forget that he's a lefty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's Because, you know, most guys in the NBA are righties. And I'm sure that they – I'll know that he's a lefty but in, in the blink of an eye you know when the guy's coming at you that quickly and moving all over the place you might forget that but he can finish with his right too i mean he, he really does when when the ball is in his hands he moves it all over the place where it's just hard to get a hand
3: on it he's good at showing the ball i mean yeah. the guys see the ball they jump at it they exactly. swipe at it he's really good at that those we got to go back to those finger rolls they're yeah. like they go they're 10 feet from the hoop but they go 20 <laughs> feet up in the air yeah. they're so ridiculous and one of, i know he had at least one of them tonight one he missed pretty badly. The fact that he's able to take One that as a reasonable shot right. is pretty incredible. Uh, oh, but just another weapon. he made a another he made weapon. a lot of silly plays tonight, and yeah. I really wonder what was what was it that got him to do that tonight? I don't like, know. is there some was sort of beef to, with yeah. Brandon Jennings or something?
4: Uh, I don't think so, but uh-huh. maybe. I don't know. I mean, that would be a nice that would be a nice uh, conspiracy theory that he was had a little extra pep in his step. But I don't think so because nothing he did tonight wasn't anything that we've seen in, in a sense in other games. You just happen to combine a few of them, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. you saw more of them than you normally would. But I think he was playing with a little swagger, a little attitude, um, you know, and, and if his teammates, I think that his teammates feed off that a little bit. You saw a couple other little shifty moves, you know, out there in the court. So. It's just something that I think it's a positive. You don't want it to get out of control, but I don't think I don't think it's anywhere near that level
3: yet. Well, he also had that delay a game, which makes me think he was really trying to get under their skin. But, I mean, it kind of worked. They It wasn't really until uh, th- th- really throughout the first quarter they were mm-hmm. kind of dead. They come out. Both teams went nuts in the second and third quarters. Fourth quarter yeah, things quarter really slowed ugly. down. The first quarter was ugly. The fourth quarter was ugly. Yep. But they gutted it out, and Avery Bradley was a huge part of that. He had another one of those really good shooting nights. <laughs> While also playing really intense defense on Victor Oladipo, who had a really good game himself.
4: Yeah, I mean, 37 minutes for Bradley. That's coming off. You know, it's the second night of a back-to-back. He's almost every time I look up, he's he's streaking down the court. He's almost like the Jay Crowder in a sense where he's getting out on that break and he's getting those easy baskets. And I think that's getting him in a little bit of a groove because you start to see that jumper falling at the same time. Um, But what he get? I mean, the fact that he can even give you 20 plus points with the defense he plays. I mean, that, that's basically like having a 40-point score every you know every game, even though he might have. Well, own, except that own.
3: Oladipo had 25 tonight. So right. Oladipo, Oladipo's it. been tearing it up recently, yeah.
4: too. So I, th- I think, yeah, in a sense, you know, you're not getting, obviously the plus minus has a big say in that, but you understand the point where he, he gives you so much on defense where he doesn't have to score 30 to be effective. Like maybe you know, Isaiah Thomas would have to.
3: And they ran some good plays for him. None better than at the end of the game, where he had that running hook shot through the lane, mm-hmm. through traffic. That was good to see. They're getting him those. They're getting him his shots and. Yeah. There were some periods throughout the season where he wasn't able to get to his spots. He wasn't getting that curl to the free throw extension 20 feet out, wasn't getting those backdoor cuts where he's running through the lane. He's starting to get those again. And a big part of that is that they're able to run Isaiah off the ball. So Isaiah's curling in with the head of steam. And that's when the defense panics. And that's what opens up looks for Avery Bradley.
4: Agreed. One thing I would like to see him knock down a little more consistently is just three-pointers. I think, you know, tonight tonight he was one for four. Um, a few games ago, he just kind of stopped taking them, to be honest. I mean, he only took, like, one or two in back-to-back games. Before that, he was, like, one for seven, I think, from the three. So that would be one thing I'm sure he would agree with, maybe knocking down that three-point shot a little bit more consistently. But other than that, he's playing, you know, he's playing great basketball for them.
3: All right, we're going to go to the part two and talk about Kelly Olynyk's big night. But before we do that, Before we even go to our grandstand play of the game, we gotta talk to you about SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best place to buy tickets on the internet. You go to SeatGeek.com, use the code CelticsBeat, and you will get $20 off, $20 rebate. On your first purchase, if you are a fan of this show, be sure to go to SeatGeek and use Celtic Speed. And don't forget to listen to not only the Celtic Speed podcast every single week, but uh, Larry H. Russell's hosting pregame shows, CLNS Radio pregame shows, where they have on a beat writer or a radio play-by-play guy for the opposing team at four o'clock before every single game. Today they had the Orlando Magic radio play-by-play guy. There's always good guests, so definitely tune into that at four o'clock on CLNS Radio, and you can always, of course, find it on itunes and on stitcher now let's go to the grandstand play of the game we're not going to show you one from this game because Mm. yesterday xavier in wisconsin played and there was an incredible finish let's take a look
1: Shooting well, what do you think the difference was tonight? Was it a matter, he hit his first couple of shots, got some confidence, or what did you see that was different with him tonight? i
5: was saying if you miss six weeks of basketball, you're going to be rusty when you get back. And then, you know, every game you play, every practice you have, you feel a little bit better. So you don't know when that's really going to happen, especially with a upper body injury where you haven't been able to shoot much. Um, but you knew that it was going to come around at some point. Hitting your first
1: couple of threes, did that make a big difference? Yeah, I mean, that helps. <laughs> definitely helps. I mean, it gives you some room to, to play with and go. And definitely, you, you know, that draws defenses out there and they're going to play you, you know, tighter and then you can open up a little more and stuff. You get hit in the eye? What happened? I did, yeah. I don't know how, but <laughs> I don't know if it's the elbow or something, but yeah. Yeah, it Shab, yeah. <laughs> Reincarnated. Is it okay now? Or? Yeah, it's
3: fine. Welcome back for part two of the Garden Report, powered by Sea Geek on CLNS Radio and Celtics blog. Let's talk about some sharp shooting and some ugly shooting tonight, starting with yeah. Kelly Olinick, who goes four for six sharp from deep, shooting is has 22, minutes, or 22 points in 21 and a half minutes, Great game for him, except that he had some ugly fouls and then took an ugly shiner to the eye early in the fourth quarter and missed the rest of the game. But Seems to be in the eye a lot. Yeah, he, that eye really. I don't know if he has <laughs> big eyes or something, I but they draw a lot of contact. Uh, he referred to Victor Oladipo as Shadlik Randolph reincarnated yeah, yeah. after the game. Uh, but he, he was great tonight for the most part. Defensively he had some issues. He's still kind of catching up there. But he shot seven for 12. He had a really good game.
4: Oh, he was, he was their offense off the bench. Thank, thank God he showed up tonight because they only got three points from Marcus Smart. Otherwise. They got one field goal from the other three yeah. guys. Yeah, um, You know, with Crowder out, listen, Evan Turner was his starting lineup. That's a, that's a big part of your offense that's now not, no longer on the bench. You need somebody like Kelly Olinick to step up and fill that void that's that's being left right now. And, I mean, he, he was huge for them. I mean, he came in there, stretched the floor, obviously uh, knocked down a couple threes right off the bat. And you really you you really get the sense that he's feeling a lot more comfortable now. He took the the, he took the brace off his uh, his arm and it kinda reminded me of Forrest Gump. I mean what happened to Forrest Gump as soon as that brace came off, (laughs) he just ran with it. Run Kelly, run. (laughs) Exactly. Shoot, Kelly, shoot. Yeah. So right after
3: some bubble gump strip before the game.
4: (laughs) So yeah, I mean four for six from three, that's exactly what they need Kelly to do, to come in there off the bench and hit and hit and hit shots, hit three pointers. Build that lead if they've got one when he when he's coming in, and that's what he did tonight.
3: And Kelly may love Genai, but it wasn't oh, just taking off the brace. <laughs> Great for his comfort, pressure. Thank you. Uh, compliment to myself on that one. Yeah. But not he for me. he wasn't suffering <laughs> shoulder pain anymore, and we right. saw in that first game where he came back. Every time somebody was, bumped into him, he was grabbing his was arm, always like kind <sighs> rotating it and, up, yep. like an old guy at the JCC. Thinking about it. Yeah. Thinking he wasn't about thinking about it tonight. He let it fly. He didn't have any issues. His follow through was sharper than it was earlier. I mean, he's got his rhythm back but he still is i don't know if it's just like he's a little winded or what but defensively he's still like a step behind we saw alfred payton drive right into his chest and draw a few fouls on him we saw that last foul where he got hit in the eye where he was on the break trailing and he was stepping over too slow to catch victor oladipo yeah. and drew the fa- and got uh, and committed the foul he's still a little a step too slow he's someone that just kind of timing and footwork is able to make good plays offensively but because he's not really a great athlete, but he's a nimble seven-footer, he needs to be a step ahead in order to be effective defensively.
4: Right. I think that's a little easier said than done. Though. I mean, let's for, not forget he he is playing on the perimeter, but he's still seven feet. So these some of these quick guys like like a Payton or like Oladipo, they're going to get past him at at points. You don't want it to be, get to the point where he is a liability out there. Now we know he's not a defensive first guy. We know that he's in there to stretch the floor to shoot and you hope that he doesn't hurt you on the defensive end. I don't think he is to that point. I do think he's got to get his win back a little bit. Obviously, um, not that he wasn't able to run with a shoulder injury, but I'm sure he was still limited in what he was able to do with moving that shoulder around. Um, So I think that's all going to come in time. But overall, I don't think you can say too much negative about his performance tonight. I think they'll, they'll, they'll take the whatever negatives you want to give him on defense. They'll take that when he gives you 22 off the bench.
3: All right, let's talk about two other shooters. So first off, you can never, never, ever not be scared of a fifteen percent shooter. Was what Evan Turner said a few <laughs> months ago, and now he is, I believe, up to almost a twenty percent shooter from downtown. Yeah, he went two for two from the field tonight. He had a he had what I thought was a third, but he had a foot. He had a, it kind of was like a step mm. inside, and then he kind of jump back kind of on one foot like I can't my other foot can't even believe it just hit that <laughs> shot uh, but he had, a, he had a really good night he had 11 points in the third quarter it yeah. was and Evan Turner hit not only a corner three but a three from above the break too very bizarre bizarre world you know kind of um I can't remember what it's called now the show uh Twilight Zone there we go Zone, Twilight Zone okay. night for Evan Turner I would
4: have saved you I didn't know where you're going with it no. but we knew Evan Turner wasn't as bad of a three-point shooter as he was to start the year. We knew that. I mean, his career numbers were higher than what he was shooting, which was 15% or whatever it was. So he's coming back. He's coming not back down to Earth, but maybe back up to Earth a little bit because he, so, he was shooting so poorly from three. Um, I think he's above 500 since the All-Star break. Is that right? I want to say he's close. I can't
3: imagine that's right. I want to say he's close. But I assume it's only eight attempts.
4: No, it's then. like it's like, it's like like six of 11 or something okay. like that. Well, it, it's bad, it's very close, but... The point is, I mean, he he's not going to all of a sudden become this volume shooter from three, but the fact that that shot's fallen down a little bit now, you might have to respect that a little bit if you're if you're a defender, and that's just going to open up the the court more for the you know for the other four guys out there. So it's good for him. It's good for his confidence. Not that I don't think he was lacking confidence, but if he doesn't have to think, that was right, no he's he's definitely not lacking confidence. But if he doesn't have to think, oh, maybe I should pass this shot up. If they're giving him the shot. Brad Stevens would be fine with him taking that shot if he's hitting it the way he's hitting it right now.
3: Coming back up to earth from the pits back up of hell. to earth,
4: <laughs> shooting a lot better than than Marcus Smart is right now. Mm-hmm.
3: Who went oh, one for eleven tonight, oh for five from three. What? My calculations are correct. He is now the worst shooter in the NBA percentage wise, behind really? Kobe Bryant. Now that's what it should be uh, at. Well, that's this good game.
4: company to be in. Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> he's, he could be a Hall of Famer someday, right? Uh, I mean, it's not like he's like taking shots that he shouldn't be taking. And they should, I mean, right. It's just he's really cold. If you're Brad Stevens, what do you do? Do you just try to get him not to shoot as much, or do you tell him, keep taking that shot?
4: Well, he's, he's, what he's telling us is that they're fine with him taking those shots. And publicly, they're fine with Jared
3: Solinger shooting 20% from three.
4: Publicly, they're going to they're gonna tell everybody that they're fine with this, the shots that he's taking, that they want him to keep shooting the ball, and, and even players will tell you the only way to get out of a shooting slump is to keep on shooting. Whether or not that's the case with him remains to be seen, me personally, uh, I can usually find at least three other guys on the court that I'd rather be taking shots than him. And most of the time, it's four other guys on the court that I'd rather be taking that shot. But at the same time, I don't want him to. I don't want him. He's another guy who doesn't seem to have lacked doesn't seem to lack any confidence out there on the court. Um, and I don't want him to lose that. So I don't want players to be giving him the stink eye, or I don't want Brad Stevens to pull him if he's just because he's cold. Which he did do? He tonight. pulled him tonight, but not because he missed shot. I think he pulled him because. When he missed a shot, he didn't get back on defense. I I don't know if he was complaining that he got called, he didn't get called for a foul, or that he was just sulking because he wasn't hit a shot tonight. But as soon as he didn't get back on defense after missing that corner three, Brad Stevens gave him the pull. And at that point, I can't blame him because he's not giving you anything on offense. So if you're not going to get back on defense, I mean, really, what good are you out there on the court? You're not you're not helping the team.
3: And it wasn't just that he was staying back. He was standing like. In the third row, almost. He we right. was like standing, like on the, like on the uh, magic bench, watching. And as he was standing back there, his guy went down the court, yeah. ran a play to get Evan Fournier a layup, and they scored on the five and four. Yeah. And that's like, well, for one, Marcus Smart has been the exact antithesis of that. His entire career, he's been the guy stopping fast breaks, right. making incredible defensive plays. But it that's is, why
4: he—that's why they can live with mm-hmm. the missed shots because what he gives you on defense.
3: But that was an example of where all these little things with Marcus Smart getting upset, getting teased, mm-hmm. getting into it—it's starting to show the negative side of it. Is when he gets frustrated,
4: yeah. and
3: they don't want to take away his emotional level of intensity because that's what makes him such a great defender. Right. But there are points where it's going to swing—the pendulum's going to swing too far the other way—and they got to bring him back down
4: to earth. They have to. F- figure out a way to get him to channel that emotion and that energy positively and not let you know the misses turn his energy into a negative they you know when he does something good like we see the team thrive off him when he makes a big defensive stand or when he hits a a, whether it's a three in transition problem is right now I think he's he and he's working on it there was a time tonight where he got called for a foul and instead of arguing, he, he literally ran away from the referee straight to the Celtics bench because I believe there was a timeout call. Just didn't say anything. Well, I thought that was some progress. Jay King, uh, and Jay King uh, actually mentioned it on Twitter. He made a point to mention that Marcus Smart seems to be trying to avoid getting in these conversations with the referees. So that's a good start, but you don't want him, you, at the same time, you don't want him to be eating away at him in his mind if he's still thinking about it. You want him to be able to forget it and move on to the next play and hit the shot next time down, which I'm not sure he's there yet.
3: All right, well, last note before we go, my favorite moment of the night, one of my favorite referee moments of the season. <laughs> uh, Ref Gary Zielinski called out of bounds off of Avery Bradley on a loose ball play right in front of the Celtics bench. The whole bench of Brad Stevens starts yelling at Zielinski, upset with the call. Zielinski didn't really even like make the call yet, he runs over to Avery Bradley and, like, starts pointing at Avery Bradley's foot and blows a whistle. That Never even, like, calls, like, out of bounds or whatever. He just pointed at Avery Bradley's foot I really angrily. It. And then the inbound of the ball. And it was incredible. <laughs> so, that, Brad Stevens, who's, who's actually learned how to really get on the refs over the yeah. last year, finally gets, I guess, a little bit of retribution from the refs.
4: That's so. funny. I, I, I missed that whole thing, but no. that's, that's good. I, uh, Angry Brad, is, Angry Brad is, is a good Brad. I like to see Angry Brad once in a no. while. Sometimes he's a little too nice. And, you know, it's good to show a little bit of emotion out there. And, and he does show emotion, but, I mean, we know that when the Celtics win at the buzzer or lose at the buzzer, if you just showed Brad, if you had Brad Cam, I don't think you'd be able to pick which one was the win and which one was the loss. I really don't.
6: All right, <laughs>
3: i love to see his wedding video. I bet it's the same thing. <laughs> probably, the only, <laughs> probably the only time he's ever smiled in his life, I guess. Yeah. But uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. The Celtics will be going to Toronto for an obviously crucial they will be game staying here. against the Raptors. And then when I say going to Toronto, <laughs> I mean right here. And we're going to be there for you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I'm thinking. But
4: uh, they just weren't there. They just weren't That's
3: there. right. So the Celtics are technically tied for third as far as games back, but they are winning percentage behind Miami and then tiebreaker behind Atlanta. But uh, Sanding's Watch, is go- we're going to do that at the end of every episode now because Standings there's not a lot of Watch. games left, not a lot of Garden Reports left in the regular season, and every game counts. So tune in, share this episode with all your friends on social media, or if you talk to people in real life for some reason, share it with them as well. <laughs> That'll do it for us. Jimmy, next to me. All right. Jeremy, behind the camera. I'm Jared Weiss. It's the Garden I'm Report. There, Peace
5: out. Coach, just looking ahead to uh, Wednesday night. You guys haven't had a lot of success against uh, you know, that team. This year, what are you guys going to have to do, maybe do differently to um, do well on Wednesday? Well, uh, you know, we played them well here the first game. We played them well there the second game, and came up a little bit short in both of those. We didn't have long stretches of good bat, many long stretches of good basketball in the last game, Uh, but they played great, and you know they're a really good team, and we're going to have to play better to have a chance to win. They know us, you know, we we know what they like to do, and it's a matter of going out and. Seeing if you can put yourself in position to win each possession. And they're a really good team. You know, I'm really impressed with Toronto. I think that they, obviously, they along with Cleveland have separated themselves in in the East.
7: Uh, we definitely want to want to beat them and, and show them before you know these playoffs start. You know, we can definitely beat this team. So uh, our our main focus is 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 the game on Wednesday. You know, and uh, we just gotta
2: gotta beat them. I mean, we want to win one. I mean, that beat us what three times this year. And they've all been pretty close games. Um, we we just gotta we gotta figure them out. I mean, they're they're a good team. They're playing at a high level right now, but they're beatable, and we can beat them. We gotta protect own court, and I think we, we can do that on Wednesday.
1: You know, they're a really really good team. They have a lot of players who've been playing real well, playing well as a team, and um, you know we just gotta come and play our style of basketball and just go out there and play. It's huge, huge for us. Um, you know, we played great the last two nights, and, and we take it to a playoff team um, on Wednesday night. I think that's our goal. And, you know we're gonna have to beat them. You know hopefully come past April fifteenth or sixteenth, whatever it is. <laughs> Going, I mean, you talked about with each game, with each practice, you're getting a full range of motion. that you really feel like tonight you had? Um, yeah, yeah, just you know, getting out there, back in the rhythm, back in some motion. Um, yeah, it was you know better range of motion without the, the shirt on, definitely, and I you know, just you know, played out, went out there, played confidently. Hitting your first mm-hmm. couple of threes did so that make yes. that big difference? Yeah, I mean that helps, <laughs> definitely helps, I mean, it gives you some room to to play with and, and go, and you know that cross defense is out there, and they're going to play you, you know, tighter, and then you can open up a little more and do stuff. You can hit in the eye? What happened? I did, yeah. I don't know how, but <laughs> I don't know if it's the elbow or something. But yeah, a, what did you say? Shabby. Yeah, it was Shab, yeah, reincarnated. <laughs> yeah. Is it OK now? Or? Yeah, it's fine. How
6: important is it secondary scoring
1: to start with the other It's huge. Um, you score points to win, and you know, defensively we're pretty good, and, and we're trying to keep Know, keep guys under wraps, and if we can get out and score on the other end, it's, you know, it's and if you just spread out, and scoring, where they don't know where it's coming from, it's really tough
6: to guard. Speaking of the wraps, mm-hmm. they've given you guys some fits in the past. Good 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 good. You know they're a really, really good
1: team. They have a lot of players who have been playing real well, they've been playing well as a team, and um, you know we just got to come and play our style of basketball and just go out there and play.
2: Go through the
7: stretch when you couldn't really use your shoulder you couldn't shoot there at time. Does it take a while just to get Yeah, definitely. Strokes? I mean, I didn't shoot a basketball in
1: five weeks. <laughs> it was, um, you know, it's not easy to just go out there and you know, start firing them up. Um, I get a little bit of rhythm, and you know My shoulder, you know, not all the strength is back there yet. You know, in the first couple of games, I was you know, shooting the ball you know, the way I wanted. It felt good leaving my hand, but it was you know, short every time because I didn't have the same strength. And, you know, it's, it's tough as a shooter to, to aim long or to shoot it long every time because, you know, you want to be able to shoot it free and easy. And um, you know, today it was coming off and free and easy, and, you know, I shooting the, shots, the same shots I was shooting before, and, but I had a little more strength.
6: Could you tell that in warm-ups? It looked like you were had a lot of confidence, success in the warm-ups. Yeah, yeah definitely.
1: Um, you know, I could feel it. Uh, every day it's been getting a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger. You know, Bidu and strength guys, and the. You know, Ed and Trubia do a great job, um, you know, just trying to move it along, you know, one day at a time. Is it always that next day that you want to know if you have a setback in terms
6: of how it feels you're coming off an injury
1: like this? Yeah, I mean, I mean, hopefully you don't have any setbacks, but I you know, you just want to make sure that you know, you're moving in an upward trending
5: fashion. No, was that brace you were in kind of bothering your shot the last couple days? I mean, a little
1: bit, it's it kind of restricted a little bit, but um, you no, know, I don't think it was as much that as it was just you know the strength of my shoulder wasn't quite there.
4: How important okay, so do you think when... can you get in the gym and just put up a ton of shots or is it It's a-
1: tough because it, you know fatigue's real easy. Right, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, so like you know, I shoot fifty shoot like, but by the time I'm done shooting warm ups, ten minutes, my my shoulder's pretty much done. It's like yeah. you know, I can't do too much, so it's it's tough to you know my roommate, yeah, my roommate Jay was telling me, you know, we can get in, get in the gym, get in the gym. I was like, I can't really do it. <laughs> like I can't like my shoulder just won't let me do it, so you know, I gotta make sure I don't do purposeful practice and I'm sure that and I do has out there. You have a sense of how big Wednesday is I and mean, it's a regular season game and you guys are have won two in a row but against a team you haven't beaten i sure. Yeah it's huge. Huge for us. Um you know, we played great the last two nights and you know, we take it to a playoff team um, on you know, Wednesday night. And that's our goal and you know we're gonna have to beat them. You know, hopefully come Past April fifteenth or sixteenth, whatever it is. Rose and DeRozan, those are the two All Stars. Yeah. I
0: mean, school Scola, as you know, is a load early in games. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, Skoll is Scola <laughs> is a load. I've played him for eight nine years now <laughs> in Argentina and Canada, but um, no, he's he's real tough. And you know, he expanded his game. and He's shooting a lot of threes. Um, which really stretches the defense and you know makes them a problem, especially with the Rosen and Lowry coming off those picks. So, you know, we just need to make sure that we ratchet it up right from the start. And, you know, don't let them get on that low run. Kelly, does Coach have you looking
6: at the big picture or are you like already looking at the West Coast or is it like one game, three no, games I mean, at a time? One at game at a time.
1: I, you know. Every day is a new day and every day you gotta come to do your job. Back to back ones, Isaiah.
6: How important is that just
2: for that, in terms of momentum. Um, very important. There's just a little bit of confidence, especially going into a big game like the Raptors. Um, and then obviously the West Coast trip, um, trying to get some momentum going into that.
7: How important is it? You know, Kelly came off the bench for 22 tonight. Getting the bench back into shape and to the point where they can support.
2: Um, very important. I mean, when they're playing well, we usually win. Hmm. And When they're playing well. Um, it's even tougher for the defense to, to figure out who they want to stop. And I mean, Kelly stepped in today and had a hell of a game. He hit shots and he played with confidence. And we need him to do that.
4: Last week you were adamant about getting the team to play harder. Yeah. Back to your neutral. Do you feel like it's kicking in? We're getting
2: there. We're getting there. I mean, we're not um, where we want to be, but it, we're getting there, and we got a couple wins. So that, that says a lot. Those are positive things for us. And we know we we have a lot of room to to grow and to get better, but uh, it starts right now, so we're, we're happy about ourselves the last two games. Isaiah,
3: given the fact that it's very late
2: in the season, playoffs are upcoming, do you think the last couple of nights you could have done a better job as a team putting teams away? Yeah, we could have, but I mean, it's tough in the NBA, especially when you have a little bit of lead. You, you tend to let up, even though we shouldn't. But um, They made their run, but we sustained it. And we made plays down the stretch on both ends of the floor, and we got the win.
0: Starters carried the scoring load tonight. What are you guys
2: finding in that group right now? Uh, guys are finally getting shots. I mean, that losing streak, we really weren't shooting the ball as well. And that was another, we wasn't defending. But on top of that, we weren't hitting shots. And everybody's starting to shoot with confidence and step into their shots and, and make plays and I think that's making it easier for everybody else. What's
5: different
2: about Amir these last four or five games? Nah, he's just he's doing everything for us. He's running the floor, he's defending, he's, he's playing with a lot of energy. Um, I don't know what it is. He's definitely helping us though, man, and, and we're loving it. Is that you guys had a 30 fast break points tonight? What does it, it do when you're able to
5: get run guys can uh, get a and get the confidence?
2: Oh, it makes it tougher for us to to be guarded. Um, I think we play better when we get out
5: in transition and get
2: easy buckets. Um, like I always say, we don't we really don't want to be in the half court executing, but when we have to, we, we do. But when we get stops, it gets us it gets us out in transition, and we're a tough team to stop when we can we can get transition back.
3: Zay, so you're kind of playing with a little extra swag, so I have a lot of those behind the backs with the legs I what was
2: was? <laughs> No, just just taking what the defense gives me. Um, they gave it that through the legs pass on the uh, pass break. Yeah, yeah, that was the only way to get it there. <laughs> <That's what laughs> so, you, know, you made that a trademark now. But between I mean, the legs, uh, bounce back. I, I guess. I mean, it was, it was. It was a. I'm just glad he finished it. He made me look good. So, I don't know. I had a little in my step today. I Mustache that. What about Toronto? Every set is a statement game, is it? Um, it could be. I mean, we want to win one. I mean, that beat us what three times this year, and they've all been pretty close games. Um, we we just gotta we gotta figure them out. I mean, they're they're a good team. They're playing at a high level right now, but they're beatable, and we can beat them. We gotta protect home court, and I think we we can do that on Wednesday. What lessons did you
4: learn from that last matchup? Last
2: question. Um, don't let them get out early, and they they got up what 15 to 17 points in the first quarter and the Scola had 17 points in the first quarter, we have to stop that and we can't let them let them get a big leader and that hurt us because we, we were able to come back, but those big leads, they take so much out of you and we weren't able to, to get the win.
0: Isaiah, you had that 86 championship uh, hat on yesterday. How did that come
2: about? I went to Mitchell and Ness in um, Philadelphia. What does the tradition mean to you? I mean, um, I'm a Celtic right now. and I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. It was, it was a nice-looking hat, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like the hat. I mean, uh, they say that was one of the best teams ever. Thank you. Thank you. What that you guys looking to. Uh, definitely babe for?
7: Definitely of course. Coming out strong in this game. Uh, definitely babe for uh, we had some good games this year. Last few you now. Right. Did something click for you or it just what's changed? Um, I, I think everybody would agree uh, on you know, the games that we need and uh, you know, I guess you know, it only counts. Every game counts but uh, I guess it's the time to just really pick it up. You know, it's, it's see position we are. So uh, I think everybody, just for everybody, the whole team, just to notice we need to pick it up. Uh, and that's what we're doing. In terms of yourself, I mean you, you're are there more openings that you're seeing now, or are you just taking the opportunities more? i just picking up the pace. You know, uh, running the floor, looking at film, looking where I can get open shots. You know, just, just picking up the pace. You know, and those, I guess those last couple games we lost, you know, guys just kind of took and realized you know we needed to just put together as a team and play a full 48 minute game.
6: Kelly put up the most points that he's had since December the 11th. Just talk about the secondary scoring at important it is here down the final. Big time.
7: Big time. Uh, definitely, we need him to score. I guess it's his shoulder's starting to feel a little bit better. Uh, he's looking for a shot more, and it's just, I guess, he's just building his confidence back. So, you know, for him to come off the bench and give us buckets like that, you know, we definitely need.
6: No one knows the Raptors better than you. What do you expect from them on Wednesday?
7: Uh, they're definitely going to come out and play hard, but for us, you know, to, 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 to lose to them a, a few games, uh, we definitely want to wanna beat them and, and show them before, you know, these playoffs start, you know, we can definitely beat this team. So, uh, our, our main focus is, is is the game on Wednesday, you know, and, uh, we just gotta, gotta beat them.
6: Do you spend time looking at video of what you did the last time that you faced them?
7: Oh, every time. Every time we're looking at film, uh, seeing what I can do, seeing my openings, mm-hmm. see, uh, Pick and choose my spots, you know, see the way Isaiah comes off the screen, you know, and uh, just, just look for a good position.
1: Starters really carry the scoring
7: load tonight. Are you guys starting to find something with that unit, in that group? Yeah, especially uh, defensively. Um, we're, we're not perfect, you know, all the time uh, defensively, but as long as we, we play hard, you know, the full game, I think we give our chance, ourselves a chance to win. Um, we have, like I said, we have scores, you know, throughout this whole team. And as long as we keep
6: playing hard for the full 48, I think we give ourselves a chance. This is your first season playing with Avery Brown. It seems game after game, he's coming up with big shots for you guys. Mm-hmm. Was that something, as an opponent, you recognize or Did that just... Materialized
7: what you got to see him That's just him as a player, you know. Uh, plays hard
6: uh, for the whole game. He,
7: he knocks down shots. Uh, and he's definitely one of our premier scores on the team, so he, he's able to get those shots or uh, clutch defense to play on the team. So he definitely comes a big force.
2: Do you ever stop being amazed
7: by Isaiah Thomas and just? Yeah, man. Uh, unbelievable, you know. All star, you know, it's his gameplay and his space for it, so you know, uh, you know, he's the one of our leaders on the team and uh and what he does of the course definitely surprises us all, but we know we need to do it. Has he, he has stepped into
0: it. that leadership role with Jay Gunn?
7: Uh, as Isaiah? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, just being vocal on the court, on the court uh, getting guys in the right position, and sometimes just taking initiative to the basket you know, when guys are on the set. So that would one of the reasons before. Are you having to keep your head more in a swivel with
2: Isaiah out there? Because he's making some passes yeah, they're just not typical. Yeah. You know, for us we just gotta keep up
7: with his pace, because you know, he's coming off the off the offensive or defensive rebound flying. So as long as we run with him, you know, he's looking for the open guy.
2: Yeah, they
6: are
2: always say it all the time. That's what the NBA is about. You know, getting opportunities
5: to play against the best guys opportunities to, you know, redeem yourself against teams that beat you and, you get a chance on a I him. Wednesday.
4: think Gotta get chance. the guy that's to not necessarily, I mean, in NBA, not always shooting going
2: for more I mean, he's a good player. He's an all-star. I know that it's gonna, you know, be a challenge. <laughs> I look forward to I heard it already. Do you feel like
3: you're
2: a I do. <laughs> what type of? Coming
6: out there and uh, you know getting a win. Yeah. Good. fine, um, ready to go. What happened? I just sore after the Indiana game. Um, and you know, just for safety reasons, uh, Doc told me to, to take some games off. And, sucked but you know I feel great today and I don't have any soreness at all so I'm ready to go. Was it your ankle or your Achilles? Uh, I think it's a mix you know it was really Achilles been fine and uh, MRI showed nothing uh, on either ankle or Achilles so it was just soreness uh, a little swollen uh, but Today I feel fine. Yesterday I felt fine. The whole weekend I've been feeling good. Got some shots up yesterday and worked out this morning. Worked out it now. now. Uh, feel fine, so I'm ready to go. Did
5: you think it was something? Because I talked to you before that game. You um, no. like
6: No. I mean, stuff happens during the game. You can get kicked and. Stuff can swell up on you, know, you know. I don't know what it was, but after the game, I was just really sore, and you know, I've, I've had it with my other Achilles. I did it, so you know, always when it's when, when you feel something, you know, it's like, well, uh, so Doc just uh, did an MRI on it. Uh, and everything was fine, but you know, he said take a couple games off and, and be ready for this uh, playoff push. So
3: you knew on Wednesday during the day when you
6: were you going to Friday. Um, uh, the days go all go together right now, but uh, after the game he just said, you know, take take some time off and, and get this thing right and you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna make no stupid mistakes here, so. I uh, feel fine today and then ready to go. What
5: was it like watching a team struggle when you, know, you were
6: out in games? Uh, it, it sucks, you know. But, you know, like like we've been saying before, we got a, a deep team and everybody's, you know, uh, it's going to get their opportunity when guys are out. So, um, but, you know, missed, except for when I tore my Achilles, I never missed a game in my life before. So it kind of sucks. But, uh, you know, a safety first, I guess, and I'm, I'm good to go today. How much you think you'd be
5: able to, you know, Help in terms of obviously shooting free but also, you know, defensively I couldn't talk before that last game about you know still yeah. guard those positions.
6: Just like any other game, I'll just be ready when Coach leaves me and you know, um, you know, I've been itching watching these games on TV, it sucks. So I've been itching to play and I'm ready to play. So whenever Coach gonna call my name I'll be out there. Is there any concern there was Achilles flaring up again? Uh, I mean, of course. You know, you, you think about it. You know, you think back of, the, of what I did, and, and then. Uh, but when after the MRI, and you know, a couple days after, I feel nothing. So you know, not worried at all. just playing the last two games, particularly wow. your rebounding. Well, you you know, some yeah, just
0: just trying to stay focused on things like that, rebounding, uh, pushing the pace, you know, create for others, and let everything else. fall in so I'm not trying to step on my toes. I'm not trying to be a hero for the team. Just trying no. to you know, work my way into it, so that's part of it. I just trying to be an extra body off the bench to help this team. How do you find that balance, though, between, you know, being someone who can trigger, but at the same time you know, not stepping on a guy's toes? Uh, just, that's, I mean, that's a good question, honestly, but uh, you'll you know if you're doing too much. You know if you come up, like, some people got the wrong intentions, like, oh, I'm going to shoot every shot, you know, coach playing me now, but that's thats not how it works. You just want to get in and, and, and do do. Do anything to help the team, and my, you know, my responsibility is to get rebounds, push the pace, and if there's a shot there, of course, I'm gonna take it. I've been the scorer of my life with. Uh, I'm not coming off the, I'm not coming off the bench just looking to score twenty. That's not, that's not me. I'm just trying to help the team as much as I can. I know I mean, your guard, and
7: you're
0: coming
3: in, and your job is to rebound.
0: Usually, people don't associate that as one of the main for guys
3: at, at your size. Uh, I think that's just, I think that's a compliment to me. I, I feel, I think it shows my
0: toughness, and guys. I uh, feel like I can rebound and put me in there and rebound and I'm gonna get the job done. Anything that coach needs me to do. So I don't really look at it as uh, a bad thing at all. So, you know, what's,
1: what's the part. key to rebounding
0: for you? Uh you just gotta watch watch the flight of the ball you gotta have a, a sense for where it's gonna come off and you just like I'm kinda quick on my feet so I just try to beat everybody to it. And i, I mean I I'm kinda athletic, I can jump a little bit so that helps. Can you coach rebounding? Can I coach rebounding? Coach it? Is I think, it coachable? I think rebounding is—I uh, say that's more, than you know, hard. It's toughest. You got—you got to have it. You can't really teach rebounding. You can—you can teach how to box out, but rebounding—that's something that you gotta—you gotta have in. You. Uh, but, uh, like I—I I had a story of me being young, and I've said it plenty of times. I had to get my own rebound, so I think that it translates from when I was young until now.
2: With a couple
1: guys out, did you look at this as an opportunity for you to show what you could do?
0: I have looked at an opportunity all year, whether we had, we had a full roster or not. But uh, for me to get the uh, time now, you know, it just means a lot. And I'm just trying to do what I can. I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to do too much. I'm not. Whether when the guys come back, if my if my time is still there, if it's not, you know, just I'm just grateful for the opportunity that I I have.
6: You look like you feel more comfortable out there now than you did earlier in the season. What kind of goes into that? Uh,
0: My teammates, The guys, my coaches, my teammates, they do a good job getting me prepared. You know, they always helping me out, lifting me up. So uh, without them, it'll be tough.
1: Do you feel some confidence, some comfort coming?
0: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel that a lot. lot Was your confidence tested? having to not getting time at all. Nah, I wanna say that. I would not wanna say that. It's just it's kind of a wait wait for your turn and when your turn comes you just gotta be ready, type of thing.
3: What's the thing out in the court that you feel most confident now compared to when you first started playing? Uh, just using the
5: screen to roll, just being more patient, you know, looking,
0: looking for others, and just, you know, just having that confidence. Period. You know, it's, it's tough when not playing and then just people, people not being being on the team because they're hurting, and then you just you get thrown out there. It's tough, you know, especially playing at this level when everybody's good. So you just got to be ready and, and when I see, when I'm just calm. I'm, I'm calm. More calm down and more confidence, so
7: that helps.
3: I the start. screen to roll, the offense develops a little like, slower than it would in the college. You have to wait for the defense to make their second move after their first switch or first
0: head. Well, it's, it's way different in college because there's more space and it's, it's a three second lane, so you can't just be standing in the lane. So I think it, it helps out a lot. And we got big men that can shoot, so they space the floor. Oh, thank you.
6: Thank you. Thank you.